Hi, and welcome to episode 21 of Stuttering Demystified and Beyond. This is part two of our very important interview with my daughter and college student, Leah Fradkin, who is going to continue talking about her journey with ADHD and dyslexia. And if you didn't watch part one, I mean, not watch. If you didn't listen to part one, please listen because it's it's amazing. And I really find her a gift. Um, so I want to continue because when we finished part one, you were saying that when you were at the, you know, after being away at Albany and you came back and you went to community college because I think what we what I, I, I want to also reiterate is that I think you finally learned that you didn't have to learn in a traditional manner you didn't have to finish school in a certain amount of time you didn't have to take a certain amount of classes so maybe you can explain that even more so I don't even know if I realized that at the time that I needed to learn differently i just knew i needed to succeed at school um because you know i didn't want to work at a minimum wage job and not be able to support myself so and i really this was the first time that the consequences i couldn't get out of it and i really had to do the work myself so as i was saying i started taking well i think actually at first i did take a semester I didn't do well. It took me a couple classes to really form a good relationship with school. That was also part of the problem. I had such a negative experience with school that I didn't even want to be in my classes. So I think we, we, my parents were like, listen, you have to pay for this. It came out of my own money. Um, so that made me more serious about school and about my future career and I started just taking classes in all different areas to find out what I liked I ended up taking a communications class which I loved and um in those communication classes I found out about public relations which is what which is what my major is at Hofstra so I it really was about forming a good relationship with school again. I think that was the first step and associating doing well with school. Cuz once I found a topic that I liked, I was super interested. Homework wasn't as hard cuz I liked the topics I was learning. From that, I started getting good grades and I remember the first semester I got straight A's and was on the dean's list. And that was the first time I saw my potential on paper. Because everyone always told me I was smart, but it, and not say that I'm so smart, but I wanted to see the proof on the paper, basically just cause, so no one can challenge me um, and tell me that I'm lazy or stupid or whatever. So once I made the Dean's List, that really set me off on this just like journey of just doing everything I can to make my life easier and to help me succeed. I downloaded Speechify to make reading easier um, on the computer. So it, it's an app that you can get on your computer that reads aloud to you. I have reminders on my phone. I have a physical calendar in my room. I have a whitey board to remind me of stuff. 
I also have my syllabus. And I realized as I'm doing all these things, it makes my life a lot easier and school a lot easier. Because I think growing up, I was so anti-school and it became, I was, I was a little angsty teen. But I realized the, the more extra things, the more support I found for myself that really fit me. Not just things, not just resources thrown at me, but specific things that helped me succeed in school that's really helped me gone on my journey and I ended up graduating Nassau with an associate's degree 3.8 GPA um I got into NYU with a Scott in their scholarship program which um, is rare yeah which is rare uh which was very surprising to me and I remember opening up and, and crying because I just, I never thought that would be me. I thought that was more my sister who succeeded so well in school. Um, and uh, I also got into the PR program at Hofstra and I got a scholarship at Hofstra and I, NYU was the dream, but it was kind of hard. We live on Long Island with commuting. So I ended up going to Hofstra and now I'm just like a bulldozer. Like I'm really doing everything possible for me to be successful. I worked so hard to be where I am. Um, I have a 4.0 GPA in public relations at Hofstra University. I work as a public relations specialist for my mom. I've had internships and now finally I can put my intelligence on paper and other people can look and my grades and see how intelligent I am. And it just feels really good to have all my feelings finally validated. Um, but like once you have that positive association with school and you really figure out how to use your ADHD to your advantage, like I always say my dyslexia, be, um, your brain is wired differently and it always helps me think out of the box. So I'm in PR, which you do campaigns. So I'm always the first one raising their hand to come up with ideas for campaigns because I can think of out of the box ideas that are different and new. And I really think what was labeled as my disabilities when I was younger makes me so creative and successful in my future career and in my classes that are also creative classes, I use that all to my advantage. And my teachers notice it. Um, yeah, so it's really not, I mean, I worked so hard to be where I am. It definitely takes hard work and you need to believe in yourself. And it, it took me a while. I didn't get to Hofstra until I was 23. And by the time I graduate, I'll be 25, um, so some people, you know, slow and steady, but I am so proud of myself of where the I actually proved the potential that everyone was telling me that I had, and I just want other kids out there to know that just because you feel so alone in the school system or you feel weird or different, that what actually sets you apart makes you special in a good way and you think differently, and you don't think like everyone else, your ideas are different, you're probably creative and into music, and just really find what interests you, and I'm telling you, you'll succeed.
you know, those words are amazing. And I think what you said is so important, no matter how much everybody else says that you have a lot of potential, you're very wise, you're very smart, you're very well-spoken. If you, if you, if you don't believe it within you, it doesn't really matter. And, um, you know, obviously doing well in school matters, but I remember the first time, I think it was at, it might've been at Nassau, maybe Nassau, you came home from school and you were excited about learning and your father and I looked at each other and we were like, oh my God, I mean, she, she, I think it was actually a history class, maybe, I don't remember, but you were just so interested and like happy and you were sharing um, what you learned. Um, and it was amazing to us because, you know, obviously as parents, our main goal is for you to be happy. Um, and we started to see it slowly evolve. Do you think if you would have understood ADHD early on, it would have helped? Um, it's kind of hard. Yeah, I. it's kind of hard for me to say, but I think it would because AD, with ADHD, when you don't understand what's going on in your brain, there's just so much frustration and anger. Um, you know, there's so many things going on when you're a teenager. So I don't know if that would have helped the problem completely. I mean, I'm happy what I went through. It made me who I am. And I just feel like right now I'm unstoppable because I can get through anything um and I really molded how I study for school and my system of how I remember things when things are due like it's bulletproof I have like every um anything that can go wrong I have a plan for ahead of time so I, I don't know if it would have helped me I'm just happy I went through it and I became the person who I am today and I mean I'm sure this is helping a lot actually it's really helping me because I'm like really hearing it and we're sort of going over it I just want to ask you when you I, I remember you had mentioning you mentioned that you would always have problems starting like initiating a task is that a problem now yeah it's still always a problem um so my kind of process is I know like a lot of people who discourage um, their kids watching TV while they're doing homework. But for me, it's like the ADHD brain. I need some noise in the background. So I'll put on my favorite show or my favorite YouTuber and I'll just open up my computer and start with the heading. I'll just write Leah and then I'll write my professor's name. And then I'll start with the introduction. And then I'll start with the first paragraph. And before you know it, you're halfway done with the paper. So, and then I make sure to take breaks. I do not wait till last minute to do projects. Just because, and it's hard because a lot of people with ADHD procrastinate. But I just went through it for so many years. And it's such a terrible feeling the night before, like finishing a 10-page paper I don't want to experience that feeling ever again. So really just like starting things early, um, looking at a full calendar to see what you have ahead. So all the information is out there on the paper. Um, yeah, I mean, starting, tax, starting tasks 
is always hard. I mean, I still have a messy room, but, um, me too. (laughs) But I think there's, there's definitely ways around it to help yourself. Just really taking one step at a time. I I'll be surprised. I'll finish a whole paper in a day just because I did take it one step at a time. And I think the fact that you're being so open and honest and courageous will really help others because we don't learn unless we hear from others who have been through the experiences. And what what advice can you give? Because it was oh, it was kind of hard for for us. Like I mean, it there was at one point when we kept again you know asking about homework and. You know, it just wasn't worth arguing over because no matter what we said, you know, I realize now you just hated it and you hated school and it was hard for you to hand things in. Um, I remember trying to ask a teacher in high school that, you know, is there any way that you could, I don't know, email or maybe like put it in the mailbox because you were embarrassed to hand it in late and they would always tell me no 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 so you finally said if they're not gonna you know if there is no way of me not being embarrassed I'm not doing it and then I finally had to say you know I can't keep asking the same thing over and over because it was causing anger and it was causing too many arguments at home so is there there any advice you can give when a parent sees, you know, especially in high school, if they see them like, you know, really not handing in things, not finishing homework, not able to, you know, even emotionally regulate, is there any advice you can give them? I think just not, I know it's hard, but just not focusing so much on the school part and really sit your kid down and ask them what's going on inside their head. Um, because if someone did that for me and stopped pushing me to do homework and just asked me what's going on, I probably would have ended up doing the homework. Um, cause I feel like people cared more about the grades than my mental health. Um, so really just my advice is just to remember your, your kid's a kid. They're a teenager. They're in elementary school. Take them out for ice cream or something, something happy and just really try to figure out what's wrong and then take steps from there. And there was, there was one thing that Leah and I would do that was like really, really happy. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah, I remember. What is it? We go on the border and eat nachos. Yes. And if I look back now, I wish we would have eaten, even though it's not healthy, I really honestly wish that we would have eaten nachos every night and we're big Yankee fans and I sort of learned like okay if I'm going to ask Leah about homework instead of asking her about homework we're gonna talk about the Yankees um but I really wish looking back um because you were on the competitive dance team and you loved it and I really wish that I mean, I'm like, you know, happy how things turned out now, but I really wish we would have spent more time just laughing, honestly. Um, you know, no matter what happens in in high school, college would have happened 
anyway um yeah, i think people need to like remember like life's not that serious honestly like it's homework um you know i think we all get so involved with grades but like if you think about it from a broader spectrum my family looking back we all definitely wish we had less fights about school and homework it just doesn't matter in the greater scheme of things but it's hard to realize that in the moment it is it is hard to realize that and then you know, Leah is, um, she isn't just my social media person. Um, and it's, I'm your public relations. I'm specialist. sorry. Yeah. She's my public relations specialist. And when it started out, I was like, all right, she'll kind of help me out. And then all of a sudden I started realizing, wait a minute, <laughs> this is someone who, who can really market. She can market my business. She comes up with things that are very, out of the box she's well spoken she's so all of a sudden her strengths started coming out um and i just think like leah said i mean you know obviously we've had major things happen in life um the last few years um and we sort of have to realize and my father would always say this also school or an exam or something it's just one moment in time um it will pass and probably as we all look back to our high school years or younger years we realize that we got ourselves very you know anxious over things that eventually worked out and i myself work with a lot of teenagers and young adults and i see a tremendous amount of anxiety i see a tremendous amount you know worried about every single test a tremendous amount of, of homework and we really have to watch mental health mental health is number one um everything else can come later on so i really leah as your mother um it is just without words um so inspiring, so heartwarming um, to have you on. You have, sp and for many of you who do not know this, I was a university adjunct professor. Leah spoke, she has spoken actually at public speaking events on ADHD and dyslexia um she really is a motivational and inspiring person she is m my daughter <laughs> um so you know as a mom and both of my daughters are but i think to say that your daughter makes you proud um you know and makes you a proud mother is i don't know i there isn't anything more I can add. So thank you so much for being on. You're welcome. <laughs> okay. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening. If you want more information on coaching or speech therapy, please, it's www.allallallislandspeech.com. Come or you can contact me at laurie, L-O-R-I, at allislandspeech.com. Bye-bye.